This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lan or Alana, and. Today's episode is another big sis chat. I asked you guys on my Instagram at Alana Bloomberg, what is currently causing friction in your life? And I answered some of these on stories live, but I decided that I wanted to save some of them and answer them here on the pod so you can always refer back to them. And I could also just go more into depth because I just didn't want to be super, super annoying with a million one talking stories on Instagram. Unless if you guys like that, let me know. I'm unsure if it's too much or if it's spammy. So definitely let me know if that's something you would like to see more like Q&A answers of me talking. I feel like talking on social media especially because of Alex Earl and her get ready with me's and her sort of content is definitely coming back into the spotlight and we are loving it just more it feels more personable than just the aesthetic morning routines or videos so let me know in the dms either on the morning ray podcast instagram which is just at morning ray podcast or on my personal Instagram at Alana Bloomberg. They're always linked in the show notes before. But let's get through our weekly segments before getting into the bulk of the episode. Starting off with our weekly intention. Our weekly intention is going to be to unplug and relax. I'm going to be in Mexico when you are hearing this. It's my tropical vacation, my first trip of 2023 super super grateful and excited to get to be going and spending a week in Cancun with my parents which is so sweet and my tip of the week is that I encourage you to unplug and truthfully relax as much as you can especially when it comes into the later hours of the evening and into the nighttime. I feel like we're constantly scrolling and on and just like constantly thinking of a million one things and You know, I've noticed that lately when I have too much screen time, too much mindless screen time where I'm scrolling too much on Instagram or TikTok or just opening and closing apps for the sake of doing it, it really impacts my mental health and my mental headspace and I just have to be more aware of that and I'm sure I'm not alone in feeling this way. I know that our phones and social media and too much time spent on them can cause increased levels of anxiety. So I encourage you to unplug, pick up a book, and just zone out 
from social media, from the internet, from your screens. Maybe put on a meditation or some white or brown noise and just like really calm out. I think the theme of 2023 is self-care. We're all focusing on slowing down and really just grounding ourselves. On to my current faves. I am obsessed with my bloom bubble glass cup situation. I love making iced coffee or putting my smoothies in it. It's just so aesthetic and cute and I will link it in the show notes so that you can get one as well and see what I'm talking about. Just like aesthetic glassware is what I'm here for. I'm also obsessed like the rest of TikTok on the Mary Phillips makeup routine with doing your contour and your highlight, not your highlight, your concealer underneath your foundation and applying it all with a brush. Super, super amazing technique and it honestly has been a game changer for my makeup. And lastly, I am obsessed with ASMR videos, not like the weird ones where they're touching mics and whatnot, but just like instead of putting sound over all my personal videos, like just having short aesthetically, I guess it's not aesthetic, but like just like I don't even know what the word would be. Calming noises, like, I don't know, the sounds of life just being in the video. It's really fun to film and edit and to watch back on. And I love watching other people's vlogs and videos in this style. So let's get into the bulk of the episode discussing the friction in your life and I guess my advice on how to deal with it based on my own personal experience Again, I'm just a 23-year-old girl, so take what you want out of this advice. This is just what I'm providing to you as a big sis persona. So number one, the first person that wrote in said, I'm so sick of myself, like I feel so toxic and unhealthy, but I really don't know how to fix it. Sweetheart, I know how it feels. I don't ever call, I never call anyone sweetheart. Okay, we'll, we'll roll with it over here. Um... <laughs> Just give yourself some grace and know that you can change your bad habits and change your life at any given moment. And I will say this again and again, but maybe start off with reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. I think it will help give you a really good picture as to how to navigate leaving these toxic and unhealthy habits and this lifestyle that you're currently living and this mindset you're currently in and move towards getting 1% better every day and striving to make those better habits, which in turn equal to a better and healthier life. If you feel like your thought processes and things are toxic, I strongly recommend exploring therapy options. I know cognitive behavioral therapy has been amazing for me. I feel like it's really repaired my relationship with myself and my anxiety and my insecurities and the way in which I talk and deal with things. So those are my two pieces of wisdom. Just know it's temporary and you can change yourself. You just have to have the want and I think You do have the want and now you just need to know how to do it and those are two really great starting points. Roommate situation. It's hard living with someone else. I totally, totally understand. I feel like I have had my fair share of not so great living situations and having fallouts with girls who 
were my best friends and because we lived together it ruined our friendship I've lived with someone who wasn't even a friend it was more like an acquaintance and I still had kind of like a falling out I guess no we didn't have a falling out but we just weren't fit for each other to live with each other and I encourage you to find comfort in your bedroom and just know that Hopefully it's only temporary and maybe you can make a little action plan as to how you can choose to make living on your own or with someone else that isn't that person or those people a reality and it could take time but it will give you something to look towards and I encourage you to find the silver lining in your situation like for example living with someone allows your living expenses to be more affordable and cheaper. It's sometimes nice to come home to someone else being in your space. It can get lonely if you're living alone. Just know that it's only temporary and maybe try to spend more time with your friends. I know like when I was living in a situation where I wasn't super happy with my roommates and I didn't feel super comfortable around them anymore. I spent more time out of the apartment and I know that's not super ideal, but at the end of the day, an apartment or the place that you're living or renting or whatever it may be is merely just a place for you to shower and keep your things and sleep. So you can do the bare minimum there if you need to and if that's going to help your mental headspace and help you feel better. A listener wrote in, feeling like I never have time to do things for myself, working out, practicing self-care, etc. I totally understand this and I know that we all have different circumstances that allow us to, well not allow us, that can impact our ability to incorporate these things into our lives, whether it be our home environment or our job or the town in which we live or other things like we all have different circumstances and it would be very oblivious and ignorant of me to just say we all have the same 24 hours in a day but you can find little ways to incorporate self-care and working out into your routine and it doesn't have to look like every other that girl or person that you see on social media it can be what works best for you and that could be five minutes of stretching while you are standing on the bus commuting to your job. That can be taking a moment to practice deep breaths while sitting in the bathroom, like when you go on your bathroom break or something. Like you can find little moments throughout the day to incorporate wellness in very minimal ways that can help create bigger impacts. It's all about finding that 1% better. If you want more time to work out, maybe you start work at 8 Try waking up a little bit early. Work towards waking up earlier. Maybe you're going to wake up at 5.30 or 6 so you can fit like a little 15-30 minute workout in or maybe an hour workout. Um, Maybe you're going to bring your workout clothes with you to work and go to the gym right afterwards so you're more motivated. There's so many different ways that you can figure out how to make it work for yourself given your circumstances So I am confident that you're able to figure it out and it doesn't have to be something that you do every single day, even if it starts off as one day a week that you do something. It's all about those baby steps. You got this. Wanting to launch a business but being paralyzed by perfectionism. No one thing 
or anything is going to be perfect ever. Perfect does not exist and I know it can be really hard to let go of your perfectionism and wanting it to be perfect. I know I'm someone that like always wants something to be perfect but it's never going to be and you're just going to hold yourself back by doing that. Michael Bostick always says this and I always repeat it but launch fast and adjust later. It's more impressive as a consumer of a business and kind of like rewarding in a way to see a business grow, change, and evolve over time and continuously get better. It's really thrilling to watch that happen from both the inside and the outside. So just launch and you'll figure out as you go, it will improve as you go and there's always something that you can do better and you won't know unless you start and unless you try. So I encourage you to launch that business and let go of that perfectionism. Obviously put your best foot forward, but be confident in whatever that is at that given moment and be open to the idea that there is going to be criticism and feedback and there are going to be areas of improvement, but that's the exciting thing. Apple has released at least like 15 iPhones, 15, 14, we're on 14. They've released like 14 different iPhones. If you look back at the first iPhone, of course there were things that they could improve upon or the first MacBook or anything. There's always room for improvement. You're never going to be perfect. Having feelings but not physically attracted. I spoke about this, I think on Instagram stories when I was did my last what's causing friction in your life. But to me, personally, I think physical attraction in a relationship, in a romantic relationship, is really important. Because if that physical attraction is not there, then it's just a friendship, in my opinion. And to each their own, we all have different wants and needs and things that we need met in a partner. But I think maybe you need to step back and reevaluate the situation do you have feelings for this person or is it just that you like being around them as a friend and because it's the gender that you or the sex that you're attracted to you're making it think to be something else I don't know I think physical attraction is really really important and that's what separates a platonic relationship to a romantic so I would just take a moment to evaluate what you really want out of this and what is worth pursuing graduating this semester but still don't know what's the next plan I hate to break it to you but we all don't really know what's going on in our lives we don't have this perfect plan that we're following and even if you do have a perfect little plan that you're going to follow it doesn't always go the way you've planned It's totally normal that you don't know what the next plan is or you're feeling unsure, you're anxious, you're uncertain about what is to come or what you want, but also know that the job or the next step that you choose doesn't determine what your career or life path is to follow. You can always change your mind if you speak to your professors. I am confident that they have had at least a handful of different professions before becoming a professor and they are still successful they are still normal and it's it's just normal like don't stress out about not knowing what's next really like think about what you enjoy doing and just go from there school is so stressful I've had daily mental breakdowns lately I 
totally remember when I was super stressed out with school, especially when I was doing school and working and doing content and all of it. So totally understand, but remember to give yourself grace and that the things that are stressing you out and that you're worrying about right now are so small in the grand scheme of things. Focus on learning and enjoying that. You don't need to get a perfect grade on every single assignment and test. Just put your best foot forward, take a deep breath, and it's also okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for extensions. And if you feel like you need learning accommodations, it is okay to ask for that too because I know that is something that took me a while too long to come to terms with. I had a learning assistance plan when I was in university. I never had an IEP in middle school or high school, but when I got to university, I realized that my anxiety really prohibited my ability to excel and succeed in my education. And so I went and got the proper diagnoses for my anxiety and my OCD, and I went and got a learning assistance plan I think is what it was called in university I got extra time I had the ability to ask for extensions I could write in a cubicle by myself so don't be afraid to ask for help or to go to your professor and have them go over something or to hire a tutor take a deep breath school is only temporary and you most likely won't care about whatever you're stressing about in five months or a year Ambitious career goals, but ultimately the priority is happiness and a partner, so finding balance. I definitely can relate to this. I feel like I'm a super ambitious person, but I also prioritize my happiness and I would love to have a partner and to settle down and, you know, to do the life things. But, you know, it is possible to have it all and What I've learned is that there are seasons where one of these things is going to be more of a priority. For me right now, it is definitely my career and self-care and having a partner or a love life is definitely more on the back burner, but sometimes the love life might be more on the front burner and it might be more of a focus and that is totally okay. We can't put 100% into every single situation or thing that we're looking for because we're just going to burn out and it's impossible to spread yourself into a million one different directions if we choose to fully commit ourselves into all these different avenues whether it be your career your happiness a partner all at once we're going to spread ourselves too thin and you're not going to be satisfied with anything so just know these things will come in waves you can have it all but your energy is going to be in different areas more so than others during different seasons. And it's okay to want to have an ambitious career and to want to go after that and put it above your love life and your family. I mean, men do it all the time, so why can't we do it as women? Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches, any meal, honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly 
a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not being fully comfortable in my group of friends, lots of gossiping, and can't deal with that right now. I definitely have been in this situation before and I want to let you know that it's okay to slowly move away from a group of friends or individuals who are no longer serving you. We all grow and change and evolve as humans and sometimes relationships and friendships are only meant to be there for a season of our lives or they're there for a specific reason and you're allowed to change your mind and who you want to be in your inner circle. So it might be lonely in slowly separating yourself from these people and in finding your new people. And I'm not saying you have to say like, I don't want to be friends with you, blah, blah, blah. You can just slowly distance yourself, like not initiate as many plans. Maybe don't text them as much. Still be courteous and nice and friendly and a good acquaintance. But it's okay to space yourself away and to look at finding new friends and I went through this and honestly I was so much happier surrounded by and friends with people who were in alignment with my values and my morals and the type of life I wanted to live and work towards. Creating boundaries with family slash saying no. I think it is really important to set boundaries with our family, with our friends, with our colleagues, with whomever, and we need to learn how to say no and set those boundaries and do what makes us feel comfortable. And I know as a people pleaser, this can be really hard, especially if you grew up in a family dynamic where setting boundaries wasn't really a thing and boundaries being respected wasn't really a thing it was something I definitely learned this summer and had to practice in real life this summer with my own family 
And yes, it can lead to a little bit of conflict or friction, ironically, in your life by setting these boundaries. But eventually, your family will hopefully, for the most part, I would hope so, I mean mine did, respect these boundaries and understand where you're coming from as long as you are providing ample communication and explaining why these boundaries need to be set or why you are saying no. At the end of the day, family is just a feeling and if your blood relatives are not serving you or causing to drag you down in your life or mentally impacting you negatively, it's okay to separate yourself from them. Family is just a feeling, but I also encourage you to be communicative and work through these rough patches because at the end of the day, they still are your family and it depends what your values are, but I think family is important. But again, I will say family is just a feeling and my friends and my support system feel like family to me and it's more than just the blood relative connection. Let's see how many minutes we're at. Okay, we're at 22 minutes. Being scared to post on YouTube, always thinking I'll be judged. Girl, just do it. Life is too short to be fearful of what other people are going to think of you. They're always going to have something to say. And at first, it may be rude things. They might be shit-talking you or whatever. But if you're doing what you want to do, and if you're putting yourself out there, go you. Go you, you confident queen. You know, like, (laughs) sorry, that was so cheesy. But, like, you got to do what's going to make you happy. And if you are constantly thinking of, like, what other people are going to think of you, it's just going to, like, stop you. And so you just need to let go of that. And eventually they're going to be cheering you on. And I can confidently say that that is what has happened to me. I was definitely fearful at first, but I bit the bullet and I kind of just did it. I said, fuck it. I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do. And now here I am five years later and it's my full time job and I don't regret doing any of it at all. So just post the damn YouTube video, post the TikTok. If you've learned anything from Alex Earl on TikTok, just do it. Just start. Just do it. Even the Emma Chamberlain, like it can be life changing. I don't know. It could be. It could open you to so many opportunities, no matter what they are. Embarrassed because I took the semester off of uni for my mental health, and so I'm feeling behind in life. You are not behind. There is no specific timeline that you need to follow in any area of your life, especially not when it comes to your education. I used to think that I had to go to university right after high school, finish my four-year degree, and get a job right away and if I wasn't on that timeline then I was behind or I was a failure and that is so far from the truth and I had that reality check when my marketing professor at Ryerson in my first semester there told us that it took her six years to finish her undergrad degree and in doing so she was able to build a better resume and get greater experience and further her knowledge and education better than if she had rushed through her degree and done it in the four years. And I had looked up so much, still do, to this professor and thought she was incredible. So at the end of the day, no one is going to be asking you how long it took you to finish your university degree or your degree in general. And our mental health is so important. So 
one, I'm really proud of you for acknowledging that you have to take the semester off for your mental health so that you can get better. And if you were to continue to do school, you wouldn't have been able to perform to your best because of your mental health. So what would be the point in continuing if you wouldn't be able to put your best foot forward, right? So just know there's no need to be embarrassed. I understand why because of societal pressure, but there is nothing wrong with you or embarrassing about taking time off and quote-unquote delaying your graduation. You are so young. You are so, so young. You have so much time. So take this time for you because your mental health is so important and it's important to take care of it when you can as opposed to neglecting it. I am so scared to fail that I can't get myself to start working on things I want to accomplish. I'm going to give you a little reality check here because I definitely have gone through this as well. And I know I keep saying that, but... I feel like I've experienced a lot in my 23 years on this planet. My therapist likes to tell me that I have literally worked myself inside and out at least 20 times since getting to know her and start talking to her. And I started talking to her in October 2020. So I think that's a lot of times for our short time together so far. But the only way you can fail is if you don't get back up. And any quote-unquote failure is just a lesson learned and... When you learn a lesson, you most likely won't make that mistake again. So keep trying, let yourself try things out, experience things, and get your ass back up and at it again. So many entrepreneurs, if we're speaking in like entrepreneurship and starting things and businesses, so many entrepreneurs' first businesses quote unquote fail. But you know what? They're not failures because they get back up and they they start at it again. And eventually that one idea, that one concept, that one business model ends up working for them. And that's what they're known for. So just start and you will never fail unless you give up. So, and I know you're not going to give up. You're going to keep on going. You seem like a determined person, a really like hardworking, motivated individual. So go get after it. Just found out people at work think I have an attitude and for some reason I care. I think it's totally natural as human beings to care what other people think of us. And I feel that a lot of us have the tendency to be people pleasers. I know that's my initial tendency and it's something I definitely have worked on a lot in therapy. But I think maybe take the time to journal and reflect on maybe why you think that it bothers you or like finding the root cause as to why it might be bothering you and maybe reflect as to why they might think that but at the same time just like let it go who cares the only opinion of yourself that matters is the one you have of yourself and if you don't think you have an attitude then fuck them like they can think that like maybe I don't know maybe they're like your attitude to them is just confidence and they're I don't know but just like fuck that like who cares? Just do you. And our last one before I close off this episode is feels like my boyfriend doesn't understand me. And I think this is definitely, I mean, I've never been in a long-term relationship, but I think it's important that your partner understands you and that you kind of fit together like two puzzle pieces and if he's not understanding you then maybe it's time to reevaluate this relationship 
and consider potentially breaking up with him or having a conversation with him and expressing how you are feeling. You shouldn't be upset by a relationship. A relationship shouldn't cause you anxiety or cause stress in your life. So really take a moment, take a step back, reevaluate. Is this relationship worth keeping for this reason? If yes, then okay, move forward. If the answer is no, then I think you know what you have to do next. I hope that this episode was super helpful. I hope it was eye-opening. I'm sure lots of you are going through similar things. And so I hope that there are some key takeaways for you from this episode. If you like this episode, I would love if you could leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's how you can help support the pod. I truly love reading your reviews. I love seeing you guys tag Morning Ray on your stories on Instagram, in your reels, in your TikToks. It truly, truly makes my day and, you know, I will forever be grateful that I have such an incredible audience listening to me every single week talking into my mic and I will say this again and again and again every single episode but I truly am so grateful and appreciative of all of you for allowing me to do what I do. I love you guys so much and we'll chat soon. Bye guys.